Unsilencing Stories is a podcast that reflects the voices of people in small towns and communities in Canada who have lost loved ones to the toxic drug supply crisis. Since 2016, more than 30,000 people have died from fatal overdoses in Canada, and that number continues to climb. The risk in smaller towns and communities is much higher than in urban areas because of a lack of harm reduction services and stigma against substance use and people who use drugs. This podcast is part of a community-based participatory research project facilitated by Erin Goodman, PhD, a faculty member at Kwatlen Polytechnic University in Surrey, BC, along with students Jenna Keeble and Ashley Pokernich. The aim was to assist collaborators in publicly memorializing their loved ones and expressing grief, as well as challenging silences imposed by dominant media organizations and stigma from society against substance use and people who use drugs. We hope these nuanced stories make a clear why the government needs to be doing more to prevent further deaths. Please note, this podcast contains information about overdose death, grief, and trauma that may be distressing to listen to. In this episode, you'll hear Colin Goddard interviewing Shane Mathis in Cranbrook, BC. Shane memorializes his friend Scotty from Windermere, BC, who died of liver disease related to alcoholism. So what is your first and last name? Shane Mathis. Where do you live? Cranbrook, BC... British Columbia, Canada. Is there one person you'd like to speak about who died from an overdose? Yes, one of my native friends, his name was... Um, his name was Scotty. Where did they live? In Windermere. Can you describe a moment or time that you shared together? Yes, we're um, in Windermere when I was six, seven years old. We had the same babysitter and... We did our KD together. What do you remember most about it? I remember most about it that we got along really well. We didn't judge each other. We were encouraging for each other. And that um, we uplifted each other. He was always happy to see me, happy to see others. And it was a positive influence, even though he was going struggling. What was your relationship to them? To them, I was like um, a brother from another mother. (laughs) (laughs) And what was your first memory of them? First memory of them is the first time I met them. We um, traded jokes and we got along ever since after that. (laughs) What's your best memory of them? My best memory of them... Is always having a smile through thick and thin. Your most uh, vivid memory? My most vivid memory is seeing my friend about a year before he died. And when he still seemed healthy, but he hit it pretty good. He hit it a lot. His pain and his grief. And what did they mean to you? They were my friends and people that I could call friends. Scotty was my friend, and he was always encouraging. Yeah, they were like family to me. What would you ask them if they were here today? I'd ask them, hey, how's it going? Are you guys having a good day? Can I help out in any way? Positive stuff. So what would you say you miss most about them? What I miss most about them is their laughter. Their laughter. It was a... Uh, Pretty contagious, like a good old belly laugh. You know? <laughs> uh, how do you think they would want to be remembered? 
They want to be remembered that they were human too. And they didn't judge anybody else. They didn't want to be judged and they didn't judge other people if they could help it. Was there anything you read about, fought over, or experienced some conflict around? Yeah, sometimes we didn't get along. We were both grumpy or misinformation, rumors and tumors, and his crime was so small. Mm -hmm. Hard to deal with is only 20,000 people because it only takes half an hour for a rumor to go across town. <laughs> <laughs> and it never comes out what it should have been. <laughs> right. What about the makes you smile? That they cared about people, even if they didn't know them, they, they gave them a chance. Uh, their friendship, you know, vice versa. Yeah, they're always happy towards others and gave people a fair attention in the friendship program. <laughs> Did you have any favorite jokes that they used to tell? Yeah, we had some real life stories um, to tell about fishing or camping or living in the bush or mm -hmm. talking about survival and real down to earth things like um, any conflicts from anyone else and you know, how can we make the day better? Do you have any stories that you want to share about them? Yeah, they were, when I um, talked to people, they were staying honest already. They were just right to the point. What's up? What's up? <laughs> they cared about other people. They gave other people a chance to get better, too. Yeah, I liked it when we got to play together and when I was six, seven years old. The funnest part was going down, going down the hill in Windermere, and there was a play thing on the corner. We used to play all the time. It was like a, a sun slide and a water slide. It was like a sun slide. <laughs> it was it was always fun. It was our favorite spot to go to go have fun for the day, staying out of trouble, <laughs> other than getting dirty. <laughs> what were their hopes and dreams for the future? Their hopes and dreams for the future were having other people stay clean and sober. Being able to help them. Even in their struggle, like, not seeing it as an enabling thing, but seeing it as gives someone a beer because they're having a bad day. Or whatever ailed them. So how are you different now than you were before you lost them? I miss them. It makes me feel more lonely and depressed. Because I can remember how they look like. They tried not to judge me when we were not getting along all the time. Never really worked out. I had my own interest too. What is the image of them that has stayed with you? Their smiles. When they were doing good. Do you have any traditions that honor them? Yeah, I still say good morning to people even if I don't hang around them. I try to be non-judgmental. What has helped you the most in your grief? Honoring them in a positive way and, and believing in a creator and I don't necessarily mean the Bible but I think we have a church in us you know, and carry on and only talk about the positive things usually in their lives. So what are the hardest times? Hardest times are when we were yelling at each other and didn't get along and felt like enemies. Even though I meant well it just didn't come out that way because we brought anger with each other. <laughs> And me, I always avoided negativity, walked the other way. 
How would you describe them? I describe them as charismatic, <laughs> positive. If you, if, if you had a smile, they had a smile for you. Does they have a nickname for you? Yeah, they called me um, Shane Star. Shane, <laughs> Shane Star. Star, yeah, Shane Star. That was my nickname, or or Iron Mathis, <laughs> just like the Aussie too. Is there a particular lesson you learned from them? Yes, that um, no matter what you're doing, you can always help somebody else. Even if you feel like a bag of hammers, you can still try, right? How long did you know them? I knew them since I was seven years old, and they've been gone for about, I guess you'd say guesstimates about 12 years. What do you think they valued most? They valued the most in life is being happy and helping other people out with their struggles, whatever it was. Describe their character. To describe their character, I would say they're bubbly, funny. <laughs> but if they're really mean, it was like, yeah, don't talk to them today. Because <laughs> then they might snap your head off <laughs> by just by talking. <laughs> At times they were embarrassed? Yeah, sometimes they were. And that's why they didn't talk to as many people. They sort of backed out when they felt embarrassed. And Excuse me, got less help that way. Were they constantly later, early to events? Um, both. They're early and late. <laughs> but they still made it. Even if they're late, they, they figured they still made it. Do you have um, any funny stories about time you spent together? Yeah, one time they were in the the drugstore downtown Cranmer and I walked in and me I always do funny things so I walked in and said where have you been all my life and everyone in the store looks at you like your long lost friends <laughs> it embarrassed them it was funny and they're all yeah yeah just keep talking like that or something like that it's really funny favorite stories about childhood that they love to tell yeah, they love to talk about the good old days, living off the land, doing some fishing, and what their dreams and aspirations were. Us big decisions they made that impacted their life? Yeah, they discussed their alcoholism, actually. That um, they were trying not to be thirsty, but they were struggling so much that it was like a plague for them. If you knew they could drop by and visit tomorrow, what would your ideal day spent? Having a picnic on the beach, cooking a couple of fish in the fire, and uh, riding around our bikes, having fun, enjoying the sunshine. What was their favorite color? My favorite color was sky blue. Remind them of the earth color, the sky color. What was their favorite flower? My favorite flower was daffodils, I believe. <laughs> what type of music do they listen to? They listen to mostly country music. They like dancing a bit and listen to country music. Was there a piece of clothing or something else that they wore that you would found distinguished them or separates them from others? Yeah, their bandanas. They used to wear back in the day. 
There's different colors than everyone else had. <laughs> did they have a signature saying? They did. They usually used to say what's up all the time. And I always used to say what's not up. <laughs> How did they impact your life? They impacted my life, told me to stay strong no matter what's going on around you. Gave me some positive affirmations. And the hope that we get to see our friends again. So how will you honor their memory? By doing a sweat lodge. And, and talking about them. Praying for their souls. And different things like that. Uh, what do you wish you had done them before they died? It's great to see you today. Again. And I hope you're having a positive, happy day. It's sunshine delight. Didn't get to see him for a long time before they died. So that was hard. I wasn't around to help him out. I, I guess other problems were going on at the time. And people tried to get him to quit, but they didn't quit. For anybody, they got to, I don't know if they got tired of quitting or not having the proper help and being. Because. Sometimes people have a hard time reaching out. I'd like to add that, you know, I'm glad I got to do this study and have some positive input on this and some whatever the input looks like. By doing this is the start of honoring my friends. Hmm. Yep, there's been a lot of people. There's only 20,000 people in Cranbrook and it's hard because there's not as many resources on the weekends here or anything at all. Interior health-wise or mental health-wise. I just want to get better so I can help others too. Turn a negative into positive and help people get through the grief that we went through so they don't have to. A real friend picks his friend up. If he makes one little mistake, you don't go, Hey, I'll, just, I'll, I'll banish you. I don't want to talk to you ever again. Blah, 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 you know. Should be helping a friend up because he made a mistake and go, come on, we can get through this, you know. And people shy away and, and tear away. Or, and everyone on the street, yeah, we need more help here because there's so many people that care, but they can only do so much. So I uh, thank you everyone for your time and listening to us because we want to matter here in Cranberry. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Unsilencing Stories podcast. To listen to more interviews in the series, please go to www.unsilencingstories.com. And if you'd like to share your thoughts on the episode, message us at unsilencingstories at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and please share the project of other people you know.